0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. How is everyone doing today? Yay, fantastic. We're doing great. All right, that's great, folks. Uh, Listen. I just got off the phone with Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays. Now, I believe she'll be recording a show today with Commander Paine that comes out on Fridays. I assume that's taking place. We were so busy talking about Peter Thiel, Curtis Yarvin, the intellectual dark web, the dark enlightenment, technocracy, transhumanism, and Trump that I actually forgot to ask her. But I'm working on trying to get her to come on the show when she has time to sort of clean up and fill in the blanks, you know, based on everything we've been talking about over the last couple of episodes. So I'm working on that, folks. Uh, but right now, I feel like Carrie in Homeland. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Homeland, but Carrie, the main character, whenever she would go on a uh, bipolar Uh, manic depressive manic attack you know she'd get all excited she would have all of the pictures of different terrorists pinned up on her walls with thumbtacks and yarn and she'd be drawing circles and building out these giant diagrams because the further we dissect Peter Thiel and the web around him the more that comes up folks and the reason why I'm going to continue to go down this path today let me just explain to you is that um, we've been talking about Curtis Yarvin and this ideology that he has been spreading with basically a real-world plan on how to enact this ideology. And as we've said, he is quite an important character. Uh, He was funded by Peter Thiel. He watched the 2016 election results with Peter Thiel. So this is not just some fat kid in his mom's basement picking his nose and playing world of warcraft and spouting this off to his three friends inside of a reddit room no no this guy wields influence folks and he's talking to some very instrumental players in this space he has uh had his ideologies his writings Uh, adopted by, regurgitated by Peter Thiel candidates, Blake Masters and J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance worked for Peter Thiel. Blake Masters worked for Peter Thiel, works for Peter Thiel still as the president of the Thiel Foundation, as well as uh, chief operating officer of Thiel Capital, his investment group. So the reason why we've got to talk about this and have a serious discussion about this and continue to deep dive into this is because we're talking about technocratic transhumanism here, and we peg Peter Thiel as one of the most powerful influential wealthy technocratic transhumanist today i think we've proven that through the several episodes where we uh dedicated them exclusively to peter thiel and trust me folks we just hit the tip of the iceberg there is so much more to peter thiel but he is this big powerful government contractor an oligarch a transhumanist a technocrat and he is making moves to bring this stuff into politics Uh, you have elon musk who i believe frankly is a minion of peter thiel uh, who is focused on bringing this stuff out to the masses through pop culture through joe rogan through looking like tony stark the iron man so i think this is starting to shape up here but everything that needs to be accomplished has to be done inside of this public private partnership sphere and so you have to have the public sector on board and the private sector on board and and now you see Peter Thiel navigating his way into the public sector through politics before he's already in the public sector because he has so many companies uh, that have so many different government contracts he's embedded in almost every government agency if not all of them with a variety of his companies okay i pulled up a couple of more for you i don't even know if i need to show you those examples but now you have him getting involved with politics and the messages of curtis yarvin who some have called the Yuval noah harari of the dark enlightenment coming out through his chosen candidates blake masters and jd vance and now you have Trump on board with this. At the same time, we know that Curtis Yarvin, if you listen to episode 72, is calling for Trump to run as the technocratic monarch, the technocracy's king, and try to popularize this idea of having a king who uproots the constitutional republic and just gets rid of the current form of government doesn't restore our founding but puts into place a new government basically a technocracy run by a king and then you have um Trump son-in-law Jared Kushner coming out and saying that he's a transhumanist that he would be part of the first generation to live forever the last generation to die which is you know transhumanism and then you have yesterday and let me show you what happened here folks and 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 we're going to go into a lot of directions tonight and i'm going to show you also the theory that i talked to you about about dick cheney's uh like basically his career dream was to prove that the president had ultimate power and uh i just have a sneaking suspicion that this will come back up Uh, as these guys make moves to push forward with Curtis Yarvin's idea of a technocratic king, a monarch. They're not going to come out and tell you that the government will be a technocracy. That's already being put in place by the private sector. And the private sector being embedded inside of the government through companies such as Palantir, started with CIA money but then owned by Peter Thiel, that is now embedded in almost every government agency. We've covered this in depth on this show. But I'm going to work towards, uh, I'm going to work towards showing you how this all connects, and so we'll we'll have over the coming episodes the merger of technocracy and transhumanism, which I started to lay out a couple of episodes ago for you to show you how those two converge. One is the control of the uh, production and the means of distribution via the scientists and engineers, and the other is basically the control of the human body of of biology via the scientists and engineers. And so you have those two schools of thought converging, and at the same time now you have this whole uh, idea of this monarch rising and then leading this technocracy. And as Yarvin has suggested, he wants to see Donald Trump run under this idea of being a monarch get elected which will then prove that there is a mandate by the people to have a king it's it's all coming i know it sounds crazy folks but these are not our theories i mean these people openly talk about this stuff everything that we gather comes from uh publicly sourced intelligence now yeah on this show i've shared personal examples of Conferences I've been at, conversations I've had, technology I've seen, uh, emails back and forth with companies like Artificial Intelligence Foundation. Yeah, that's all my personal stuff, which just adds to the publicly sourced, publicly available intelligence. But this is all out there. Now, tomorrow I will be on Mike Moore's show, the Thomas Paine podcast. Well, actually, I don't know if it comes out tomorrow, Friday. I will be interviewed uh, by Mike on everything we've done here in the first 73 episodes. And then I don't know if that's going to air over the weekend or air on Monday. I'll find out, and I'll see if he'll give it to me so I can repost it here at the Dustin Gold Standard. So hopefully we'll be able to tie some of this together and then finally get Mike's feedback and let him fill in the blanks on the scams and schemes and surface-level stuff that he's been following. So it's all coming together, folks. We're trying to figure out what these guys are up to. And uh, then when we see certain moves happen, we'll be able to understand where the hell they're going with this stuff. I mean, there's definitely major moves in the works. It seems like this is a perfect storm and all the pieces are coming together, folks. All right. Let me just show you this. Several of you have uh, tweeted this at me, shared it with me. Maria Albanese did. Some folks on pain.tv shared this. So there's many of you who are watching this so anyway tucker carlson for the fox nation app comes out with this documentary he is credited with producing called the candidate blake masters all right so you have tucker carlson here every mainstream conservatives uh trading card hero as mike would call him produces this special on Blake Masters, who is Peter Thiel's guy. We're going to get into this a little deeper tonight, but he is Peter Thiel's guy. And Tucker Carlson also has interviewed Curtis Yarvin. So Tucker Carlson, who used to identify as libertarian, I don't know what he does now, if he calls himself a conservative, a Trumpist, whatever he is. Tucker Carlson helps elevate these technocratic transhumanists uh, that come out of the Peter Thiel camp to the mainstream conservative base that watches Fox News. On the other side, you have people like Joe Rogan who helped normalize technocratic transhumanism by bringing people like Elon Musk on the show or the Weinstein brothers that come out of, they all come out of the Thiel camp. Remember, Peter Thiel was the don of the PayPal mafia elon musk was part of the paypal mafia another guy i'm looking into now david Sachs, was part of the paypal mafia and Sachs is a dangerous player in this too but peter thiel was the don okay of the paypal mafia that's where they all made their money supposedly that's how they all got started and now thiel's invested in several if not all of Elon Musk companies. He gave a lot of the seed money to these companies, which all operate on government contracts and subsidies. See, they're they're all tied into the government, floated by the government. We've showed that. They're just welfare queens. So when these guys are talking about conservatism or libertarianism or um, uh, they're they're full of it, folks, because they're not about being fiscally conservative. They're definitely not social conservatives. I mean, they're working to engineer humanity out of existence, and they're not libertarians. I mean, at least by definition, they're not for liberty. They're not for freedom. They work for the government, building prison planet technology to enslave all of us. I mean, how is that libertarian in any sense of the word? So anyway, Tucker Carlson puts this together. This uh, candidate Blake Masters documentary. And you guys send me over this clip. And the clip features Donald Trump at some point, talking to Blake Masters and asking him if Peter Thiel had ponied up the cash. Now. I want to just skip forward for a second. For those of you who don't know, and we'll get back to this in one second, don't worry. But for those of you who don't know, Blake Masters is running for United States Senate. I am on the Trump slash GOP email list. It's one and the same now. I've tried to get off it going all the way back to like 2018, and for some reason I just keep getting emails. I probably get 15 to 20 emails per day promoting Blake Masters, okay? begging for money for Blake Masters. And it always says, President Trump endorses him. This email is signed by President Trump. So Trump is giving his permission for them to market uh, Blake Masters. So just up, up on the screen, I have BlakeMasters.com, his website, just for those of you that don't know. okay. And when I get back from the break, I will show you Blake Masters' Uh, connections to Peter Thiel. This is not a conspiracy theory. It's right out in the open. Nobody hides this. He is uh, one of Thiel's guys. And it's very, very important that you understand this because Blake Masters is instrumental in helping push Curtis Yarvin's theories forward. And now at the same time, we have Donald Trump on the phone through this Tucker Carlson interview talking to Blake Masters about Peter Thiel. And so you have Tucker Carlson pushing this technocratic transhumanist movement because that's what Peter Thiel is pushing here. And now you have Donald Trump connected while at the same time, Curtis Yarvin, who's basically this Yuval Noah Harari behind Peter Thiel when it comes to politics and how to push the technocratic transhumanist regime onto the American public through the political side. You have all these guys connected now. And Yarvin wants Trump to be the one to do it. And now it's just kind of all coming together, folks, at some point. I am literally going to have to break out the Glenn Beck chalkboard, if you remember the old days of Glenn Beck, and start drawing circles all over it, like Carrie from Homeland over in the little studio I'm setting up across the way that I'm going to finish as soon as the baby's born, and I'm going to have to break out the chalkboard and start standing there and connecting all these dots together, because this stuff is getting to be crazy. I'm finally starting to figure out how the hell they're going to do this, folks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is and Gold with the Dust and Gold Standard, right here on Paint. Dot TV slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at TV slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Uh, right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, I heard a little glitch there, so if the audio cut out for a second, that's just the old system. Eventually, when we start generating some revenue, I'm going to put a whole new system together. All right, this is coming together, folks. And I'm sorry if uh, I don't come across as coherent as I normally am because I'm trying to do this not on the fly, uh, but I don't script these shows. I want these type of shows that I do to be sort of live research and how I'm working through this stuff in real time. You get to understand my thought process as I'm trying to sort of engineer slash reverse engineer war game what these guys are up to folks And I i don't want to burst anyone's bubble But I think anyone listening to this show knows I don't believe in the right-left paradigm I'm pretty much post-politics um, I think the terms conservative, liberal, libertarian Are so blurred no one knows what they mean anymore There aren't any leaders that are actually fighting For any of those things It is all just basically one system And what I see creeping in is Technocratic transhumanism, and it's coming from all sides. And there's a lot of chaos involved in this, folks. Remember, Curtis Yarvin talks about creating this chaos period after the king wins the election and then fires everyone in the government. But remember, from chaos comes order, and generally a dictator rises. Only this time, Yarvin is not holding back on telling you that's exactly what the plan is. All right, let me just show you this stuff on blake masters and get this out of the way before we play the clip of masters talking to donald trump on the phone in case some of you haven't seen that i am going to play it all right it says here blake gates masters is an american venture capitalist political candidate and author i'm over at wikipedia.com but i've read a lot about uh, masters over the last few days so Um, This this stuff is accurate. It says, frequently referred to as a protege of Peter Thiel, Masters co-wrote Zero to One Notes on Startups or How to Build the Future with Thiel in 2014. Now, that's very important. I don't want to go off on that tangent right now, but Zero to One is a very important book, all right? There is an entire... Sector of people, a whole group of young entrepreneurs, young technologists that have read Zero to One. So outside of our world, Peter Thiel is very well known. I mean, right here in the Dustin Gold Standard you know who Peter Thiel is. And if you talk to sort of a mainstream conservative, they might recognize Peter Thiel's name, maybe his picture as the guy who backed Trump or as the guy who's backing Trump-supported candidates. But they won't know everything that we know. Well, in this world of young entrepreneurs, Peter Thiel is very well known, and it's because of this book, Zero to One. A lot of entrepreneurs from all sides of the political spectrum Uh, Respect Peter Thiel's investing strategies and how to build companies. And it's because zero to one. And I'm going to get into a little bit of that later for you, uh, because it is important to understand that how he is influencing people and getting them on his side. And then anyone within that world who respects him will research him and they'll end up falling in love with technocracy and transhumanism and the rest of this stuff. He is basically pushing his brand out through politics, through candidates, through podcasts, uh, through books into different communities, folks. It says, again, Masters co-wrote zero to one notes on startups or how to build the future. With Thiel in 2014, based on notes Masters had taken at Stanford Law School in 2012. Stanford Law School is where Peter Thiel went to as well. Okay. Masters was later chief operating officer of Thiel's investment firm, Thiel Capital, and also president of the Thiel Foundation. Now, Thiel Capital, uh, Founders Fund, you know, these investment arms of Peter Thiel. We've showed you a lot of the companies that he's invested in. So this guy was the Chief Operating Officer of Thiel Capital, all right? It includes all those companies that are government partners, some of which started with CIA money. I don't want to get into all that today because we've covered that in past episodes. And it says also president of the Thiel Foundation. Now, the Thiel Foundation, folks, controls the Thiel Fellowship. We went over that in detail on the show on several different episodes. And through that, Thiel basically puts up $100,000. If you'll drop out of college, you enter basically a Thiel incubator where you work on these companies. And then in a lot of cases, he'll come in as the initial investor and own a piece of your company. And so we went over Do Not Pay, the AI-driven lawyer company. We went into 28, the organization in which Peter Thiel is working to get a hold of women's menstrual cycle data. We got into the gentleman who created Ethereum, came out of uh, this this group as well. There's a lot of people that come out of Thiel's foundation. So this guy was the president of that. Blake Masters was the president. So he co-writes a book on uh, entrepreneurial strategy with Thiel. He is the COO of Thiel's investment firm, Thiel Capital, and then president of the Thiel Foundation. So basically, this guy is the protege of Peter Thiel, all right? Masters is the Republican Party nominee in 2022 U.S. Senate election in Arizona, having defeated State Attorney General Mark bernovich and businessman jim lamon in the august 2nd primary throughout his campaign he has aligned himself with thiel and former president donald trump both of whom endorsed him in june 2022 as of july 2022 thiel spent 15 million dollars in support of master's campaign all right so there you go. Is there any question whatsoever that this 36-year-old uh, venture capitalist and author, Blake Masters, is not basically the clone, the protege of Peter Thiel, all right? That, that's proven at this point. And he has the backing of Donald Trump, the endorsement of Trump, the Trump GOP marketing machine constantly promote Trump. Uh, endorsing Blake Masters while they're raising funds. All right? Let's just... See if there's anything else here. I don't think so. It says Masters was born in Denver, Colorado in 1986, the son of Marilyn, who ran a tutoring center, and Scott Masters, who worked in the software industry. He grew up in Tucson, Arizona. In high school, Masters attended Greenfield's Country Day School, which was at the same time a private school in Tucson where he played basketball. He graduated in 2004. Masters received a bachelor's degree in political science from Stanford University in 2008. He then earned a JD from Stanford University. In law school in 2012. So I will hear that regurgitated by my father, a Tucker Carlson Fox News conservative. He will tell me what a great guy he was because he played basketball. And they'll probably tell me how smart he is and he's fighting for America. He's a true patriot. Oh, yeah, we will hear that, folks. Uh, It says, chat room and blog post controversy. Yeah, let's read a little of this. It says, as a teenage undergraduate, Masters expresses political views on a CrossFit chat room and live journal blog in a 2006 essay, obliquely criticizing the war in Iraq on the libertarian site lourockwell.com. I actually have a guest. Who writes for them, who was supposed to come on? We'll see what happens. Master decried U.S. entry into World War I and described a quote from Nazi war criminal Hermann Goring on the uh, suspectability of the masses to incitements of war as being, quote, particularly representative and poignant. End quote. He also endorsed conspiracy theorist G. Edward Griffin's claim that the, quote, houses of Morgan and Rothschild, end quote, were linked to the sinking of the Lusitania. All right, so this guy's all over. He was playing around in, in this world. Uh, I don't know how he ended up with the uh, chief organizer of technocratic transhumanism, but... <laughs> That's what we're getting into, folks. It says, during his college years, masters contended that Iraq and Al-Qaeda were not, quote, substantial threats to Americans, end quote, calling for, quote, unrestricted immigration, end quote, and an isolationist foreign policy. Unrestricted immigration and an isolationist foreign policy. I never understood how the two of those go together. That basically means you want to... Lock out all these countries and then flood your country with all of their people so that, what, 7.7 billion people will be here inside of the United States. Really doesn't work. But on his 2006 writings, Masters told the Jewish Insider in 2002... Or sorry, 2022 quote. I was 19, writing in opposition to the Iraq War a stance that turned out to be uh, present. I went too far and stated that no recent American wars have been just. End quote. He added quote. I suppose it was only a matter of time before I got called anti-Semitic for criticizing wartime propaganda in an essay I wrote as a teenager. End quote. Masters' post become a political issue. After they were unearthed during his 2022 Senate campaign, the Anti-Defamation League criticized him and Masters' primary rival Jim Lamone ran television ads highlighting the post. Now, okay, so he writes some stuff as a kid. Well, you know, you let that slide, whatever. Take it for what it is. Uh, but as you see here, even in Wikipedia, uh what they are leaving out is his involvement with... uh basically backing technocratic transhumanism, but nobody's going to delve into that except for us over here. And he is pushing that because he's the COO of Thiel's company that is making the investments in all these companies, running these companies, and at the same time running the Thiel Foundation, and therefore the Thiel Fellowship, which is putting money into backing all these companies involved with technocratic transhumanism, and at the same time, being involved with the military-industrial complex and the government, you know, up to their eyeballs. Uh, Let's just see if there's a little more in here. It says, work with Peter Thiel and political involvement. Master spent four months in 2010 as a law clerk for a U.S. attorney's office. In January 2011, he met Thiel at Stanford Law School. They exchanged emails with each other. A year later, and Thiel invited Masters to attend a class he was to teach in spring 2012. Masters would post detailed notes from Thiel's lectures on a blog, which grew popular within the tech community. Renditions of Masters notes repeated uh, reappeared online, promoting Masters to get in contact with Thiel about compiling them into a book. Zero to One was released in September 2014 and received warm reviews from The Atlantic and Publishers Weekly. According to Politico, the book portrayed, quote, globalization as the enemy of innovation, end quote. Masters was included on Forms 30 Under 30 list in 2014. Now, uh, okay, so globalization as the enemy of innovation. All right. And that's what they portray. But at the end of the day, you're going to see this is the technocracy is a global form of government. It goes on to say Masters co-founded uh, Judicata, a legal research service in 2013. The website officially launched in 2017 through Masters, left the project in 2014. The website was acquired by... Fast case in 2022. After meeting Theo, Masters went to work for him, becoming chief operating officer of the investment firm Theo Capital and president of the Theo Foundation. Theo chose Masters and other employees to assist in presidential transition of Donald Trump in November 2016. So see... There's Thiel choosing Masters and other employees to help assist in the presidential transition. This one was when Thiel was actively involved with Trump. It says in October 2019, Masters suggested he would launch a primary challenge against Republican U.S. Senator Martha McSally, expressing concern McSally was not a good candidate and criticizing her loss in the 2018 election, which Masters said was a winnable race. In January 2022, Masters said he would not run against McSally. In March 2022, Masters resigned from his positions at Thiel's investment firm and foundation to campaign in the 2022 Arizona Senate race. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna leave that where it is, folks. And you can go further down the Wikipedia if you wanna read about the campaign, uh, political views, uh, and then that kind of stuff. But it really doesn't matter. What I wanted to just show you is how deeply rooted Blake Masters is into the Peter Thiel inner circle, all right? And this is going to be very important because as we know, Blake Masters has also been inspired by the political ideologies of Curtis Yarvin, who was also funded uh, by uh, Peter Thiel, and has the ear of Peter Thiel. As you're starting to see, this is the network of people around Peter Thiel who we have already showed you is highly influential, powerful, and wealthy folks. I'll be right back from this break. I'm Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. you listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.